0: And to another episode of the horizon roundtable i am bob mcdonald and joining me of course is my co-host matt dudek
1: hey there everybody
0: and matt of course you can find on twitter at horizon matt you can find us on twitter at horizon rt you can find us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com, and be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found and matt the season is is ever so close now
1: you know, it's it's inching its way towards us. Like I'm ready to just like jump into the deep end, but like we're we're wading in through the the shallow waters off the ladder. Like we're getting there.
0: We we are getting there, yes. Yeah. So um, as we mentioned last, so uh, before we get into our annual student forum, which by the way is a is actually a week, we we were we're recording this a week earlier than we usually do. Uh, but there's a good reason for that. As we mentioned last episode, hopefully you all listened to that last episode. Um, yeah. So next week is episode number 200 for us episode 200 and of course as we mentioned last week uh we have a very special guest with us on that day the commissioner of the horizon league Julia julie will be on the podcast on episode 200
1: that seems important
0: that's a pretty big deal all right so yeah i've been waiting been waiting for that one for a while um Plus, I'm sure we'll do a bunch of self-congratulatory stuff that we'll record separately, so she didn't need to hear any of that stuff. Anyway, (laughs) episode 200, next week, Julia Rolash. Um, But this week is our annual student meeting forum. And, of course, this is one of my favorite ones, obviously, as a former student media guy myself. Um, For reasons that is – yeah. So let's go ahead and get into the introductions. I think we may have a couple of of other participants uh, pop in a little later on in the podcast but for right now let's uh let's introduce those who are uh here now um first and foremost we welcome back uh from the colonial sports network and at robert morris ethan morrison uh always good to have you on welcome
2: thank you for having me back glad to be here
0: and Ethan, of course, yeah. in addition to the Colonial Sports Network, um, if you're watching any of the broadcasts this season, you may also see him on the sidelines, too. Busy guy.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Try to be. Try to keep myself busy and entrenched in all of that men's basketball hoops stuff. So, you know, just happy and excited for the season to be here. Finally be back and be here and looking
1: forward to it. Ethan's one of those guys who's extended beyond, you know, the face for radio. I appreciate that, Ethan. <laughs>
0: There you go. It's everywhere. All right. And then also joining us is uh, uh, Giovanni Moseri from uh, WXOU, uh, Oakland's radio station. Giovanni, very, very great to have you here. Welcome. Um, and thanks for coming on.
3: Hey, I'm very happy to be here. I appreciate you reaching out to me. And yeah, like you said, I'm with WXOU, Oakland's radio station. We're trying to get back into the live sports uh, game because we've been a little we've been lacking on the sports stuff at WXO, you focusing on a lot on music, but now we're bringing back the live sports thing, and I'm happy to be part of the uh, resurgence at Oakland. Thank you for having you know,
1: me. I- And Giovanni, as, as an Oakland person, of course, like I extra appreciate that for a couple of reasons. First off, I'm just glad to see WXOU putting actual Oakland fans on the radio. And you probably know exactly who and what I'm talking about. We could have that conversation (laughs) offline if you'd like another time, but uh, I, I appreciate seeing, you know, actual Oakland people representing Oakland and caring about Oakland sports and not, you know, some of those other schools in the state and pretending to be a uh, Twitter celebrity. So Giovanni, (laughs) I'm happy to see you out here, man. And uh, thanks for uh, trying to bring some, uh, some Oakland radio back and uh, on the sports side of things. Hey, yeah, that is
0: good. You know what? That is going to require some offline uh, explanation there. <laughs> at
1: some point. Yeah, I'm open for it. I no, mean, right. Giovanni, don't tell me you don't know exactly who and what I'm discussing at that moment without saying I'm,
3: I'm afraid I'm a little bit new to the game. You might have to fill me in a little, little bit. Even better. We'll sorry. have that conversation
1: <laughs> offline. No, you know what? That's okay. That's all right. <laughs>
3: um,
0: hopefully at some point in time, we'll have Noah Kindig from the, uh, from right State, uh, the guardian at right State. Hopefully he'll pop in as well as uh, Jaden uh from the Cauldron at Cleveland State. Uh, one of our guys, by the way, because uh, Jaden actually used to write for us back in 2019, uh, actually wrote the Cleveland State preview in 2019 for us. So um, hopefully we'll see them a little bit later on. Uh, but let's go ahead and talk about Since you guys are here, um, let's talk about your teams. Sure. <laughs> um. I actually do want to, I, I do also want to talk about kind of the, you know, the state of the horizon league in general, but I do specifically want to talk about your collective team. I want to start with, obviously want to start with you, Ethan. Um, as uh, we've talked about many times about kind of the shi- ongoing shift in the roster uh, for Andy Tool's squad over there uh, where you had quite a, uh, yet another one last season, but with this year, Obviously, the core of this, the cornerstone of this roster, is Kalil Spear, preseason All Horizon League guy. Um, but you yeah, there's a couple of obviously the other a few other components. And go ahead and you know, you know, tell us a little bit about obviously that core there that um, that's coming that's that we know is coming back this year for sure, absolutely.
2: Yeah, and yeah, you know, last year. Coming into the season, it was a it was a team built up almost all, all, all of all of transfer students, um, you know, other than Khalil Spear, Enoch Cheeks and some of those guys. But this year, Andy Tool's kind of gone back to more of that traditional style of recruiting, uh, re- recruiting uh, his his kind of recruiting style that, you know, gave him a lot of success back in the NEC. But, you know, bringing back that core was huge for them. Uh, bringing back Khalil Spear, Michael Green, the third Enoch Cheeks. Kristen Jeffries and Matt Mayers as well. Um, just to have those guys back um on the roster is is going to be very beneficial for them because this is probably the first year since their like first true season in the horizon league that they brought back at core. And I think that's gonna bode very well for them, especially heading into the season very early on, but also bringing in um, some transfers as well that that are really, you know, looking to compliment that, that returning core. I mean, Josh Corbin, um, the, the transfer from uh, Winthrop, um, he's a, he's a guy that I've really looked at throughout the preseason and looks for, look for him to make a big impact. And also, you know, bringing in those true freshmen as well. I think, you know, guys like TJ, TJ Wainwright, um, you know, he's probably one of their highest recruits, highly, highly regarded recruits in a long time. So to have him in the fold as well, I mean, he might, be able to make an impact on this team um this season as well so you know some pieces coming together i mean i don't expect them to be like in that top half of the horizon league but definitely better off than where they were last year with with a lot of with a lot of uncertainty i think they have more of a concrete you know concrete feeling heading into the season and you know look to look to hit the ground running
0: and we actually got a sneak peek of Robert Morris um on saturday they played and yeah i'm not even sure what this i i so the 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 school they played was alliance they used to be called nyack i guess um Mm -hmm. so the one thing that and the the one thing that uh, stood out to me that apparently as a team robert morris posted 25 assists wow
2: yes yes yeah it's crazy. It was crazy. I mean, yeah. And you know, it, it's against a division division two school. So I mean, they handled their business uh, pretty well. And, and I mean, they were able to, they were able to get their, get their feet wet um, especially in front of fans once again, which, which is a great sign to see. And just, just a nice tune up there. But the, the assist number was very uh, mind boggling to me. Um, and something you really like to see heading into the season.
0: Absolutely. And then, yeah, um. Yeah. So and then you know, we, uh, yeah. Apparently, I guess Josh Corbin got some time and got 27 points. Wow. Okay.
2: Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he's he's their guy. I mean, I've been hearing that. I mean, he has a really really good stroke from the on the arc. Um. So he's definitely you know a guy that they're looking for. I believe he had like 80, he already has like 82 th- uh, three pointers. Um, coming into this year, at Robert Morrison is like third season and he really didn't get. A ton of play time at Winthrop, so that's really something. You know, if if you're Robert Morris, you really like to see that for for a guy coming into a program.
1: Ethan, were you able to attend that game?
2: I was not. I was actually down in uh at Appalachian State in Boone to cover the football game, um, so I was not able to attend. But just you know, hearing from one of the writers that were that was there yesterday, um, they they looked pretty well in, the fr- in that uh, first half, but the second half they kind of struggled. Offense kind of became stagnant. Um, there, but they they still you know won by a pretty sizable margin. I think it was like twenty nine or something like that. But um, but overall, I think it was a good. You know, step in the right direction heading into the season.
3: Um,
1: I guess by question, I'm probably stepping on Bob's toes as, as he's headed. Like no, we, we haven't had a lot of like Robert Morris uh, preview this year. So can you kind of sum up for for at least me, probably for a lot of other people? Like, what can we expect different about this year's team? You know, what did we see Saturday, you know, in their in their exhibition? You know, what 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 can we expect to see Robert Morris doing to start getting back to what Robert Morris was pre-Horizon like?
2: I think it's just bringing back, you know, a solid core group. I think, you know, having that core core group there that really understands, you know, Andy Toole as the coach and really building that chemistry from the ground up because last year, like like I mentioned, they didn't really have any chemistry coming into it. A lot of the guys are still new. Khalil Spear was only in his second year with the team. Uh, um, Enoch Cheeks is, was still a young, young guy, only in his second year with limited action. So I think bringing back this core group, having those older veteran guys, you know, really, really, you know, step up and take that leadership role coming into the season. I think that's going to be very, very huge and very, very beneficial. I mean, they still lack in size, um, especially in Horizon League standards. So that will probably hurt them once again. Um, But, I mean, I think overall just bringing back that core group and, you know, building, building a roster, you know, with a little bit of everything with a little bit of with, with, with true freshmen and also bringing in those transfers as well. I think will benefit them very well.
0: And of course the first game of you, yeah. And first game of the season that counts for you guys is your guys are going to Ohio state. So um, obviously daunting tasks heading over to heading into Columbus. Um, What, what are we going to, what do we expect to come out of that game? obviously, a win would be nice, but uh, you're also going to run into Tanner Holden again.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean the odds the odds are against them there um, in that game. But I think just you know trying to build off what they what they have been doing in in practices and also this this preseason exhibition game is just you know trying to trying to get the, get the year off on the right foot. Obviously, you know the score might be not be in their favor and they they might come out on the losing end, but you know, just trying to build upon, you know, that, that core group, having a solid game from them and also, you know, integrating some of these transfer students along with a, w- along with maybe TJ Wainwright, uh, the freshman guard that I mean, I, I feel like could make a very, very sizable impact this year.
0: And then, Giovanni, we actually have another Oakland exhibition coming up this time. They're actually going to uh, going to Rochester. Yep. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We talked, we talked a little, uh, Matt and I talked a little bit about this last season. Um, the big thing with, uh, last season,
1: you mean last, last season? episode,
0: last episode. Just, oh
1: my, that was a long time ago, huh? <laughs> I
0: literally have no, con- wow, <laughs> no it's a wow. No, no,
1: Shadamas over here was talking about, you know, nine months in advance way to out. Greg Campy. Greg Campy, there, be <laughs> All right. Hey,
0: there you go. Um, but yeah, so last episode. Yeah, we uh, we talked a little bit about the about that game. They're traveling to uh they're traveling uh, heading over to Rochester, playing that uh, in that venue. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a lot of good things come out of we saw a lot of things come out good things come out of the Grand Valley State game. Yeah, uh, not the least of which being Jalen Moore, being Jalen Moore.
3: Yep, the Jalen Moore show. That's all I was saying. It. Yep.
0: Um. So. When we go when you when, going into the Rochester game um I, what other things are we going to be looking at as far as Oakland is concerned for uh for that game what um do we see more rocket watts do we see you know do we see a little bit more improvement uh do we see a little bit more rotation in the big men uh what are you expecting to see out of that uh, out of that game
3: i'm expecting to see a lot of similar things we saw at Grand Valley at the Post-game press conference, Coach Campy was talking about how they don't do a lot of preparation for these exhibition games. So my assumption is you're going to be seeing a lot more of the rotation that you saw against Grand Valley. We had about 11 guys; they went 11 deep in the first half. So I'm just expecting a lot more rotation, integrating some of those new guys that they got um, on the team this year, and just you know keep doing what they do best, trying to get the you know, not have a little bit of a size disadvantage, but they're just going to be using their speed, try to get as many more possessions as possible, and just you know go go about it the way they've been doing it.
0: Um, as far as some of the new guys are concerned, I mean, obviously we, we've talked enough about Rocket Watts to, to yeah. know, last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and let, uh, uh, last game, though, again, as I mentioned last episode, um, the one, the, the new guy I was most impressed with was Keaton Herbie, oh, yeah. um, who did a really good job outside of those two guys. Um, what, what do you think? Where, where, what do you think? Who do you think? And Matt, you can jump in on this. Cause I think we talked a little bit about this last episode as well. Who do you think uh, are, are we going to be looking at to, you know, make some improvements and kind of expound upon what, uh, be be doing a little better, that, you know, see a little bit more as far as, um, you know, performance this time around and moving forward for that matter?
3: So well, someone I was paying attention to during that game was Cooper Craggs, a freshman coming out of Catholic Central. I noticed that, you know, he played about 6'5", 225, and, you know, a bigger guy and he had a a great presence in the paint trying to get some of the rebounds, not necessarily trying to jump higher than the guy next to him, but just boxing him out, creating a lot of space there. So I think his aggressiveness near the, near the backboard is going to be something to watch definitely. And 12 dang as well is another six, five guy. So we got a couple of, a couple of taller guys on the team here, you know, not super tall, but you know, enough to kind of help us out on on the boards a little bit. So definitely watch out for those two uh, coming into the season, just trying to get as many recover as many rebounds as we can uh, given our, given our um, overall height.
0: Now, um, now, as far as your, you you know, you mentioned kind of the getting things moving on the sports end on the radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you mentioned that this is, you, you're you going to, the you're going gonna, gonna to start kind of this part of it uh, when the season starts next week, correct?
3: Correct. Yeah, November 7th against uh, Defiance College is when WXLU is going to have our first broadcast of OU basketball, yep.
0: Okay, so as far as, and, and you know, uh, let me ask you this, I mean, because Matt kind of alluded to it uh, right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, when you looked at that, you know, you kind of, you, first of all, what 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 made you decide to kind of jump into the, j- jump into the radio game to begin with, actually?
3: So my radio journey begins, uh, my cousin actually, he uh, was a communications major here at Oakland University, and I knew that he did have a radio show. So when I got, when I moved onto campus last year, I knew that coming to the radio station is something that I wanted to do, like as, like a bucket list for college kind of deal. So once I got started with that, I just, I had my own sh- kind of weekly show for about a year. And then I was approached this year because I my, my show, it, I focus a lot about sports. And I was approached by our director, ben schroeder and he was at he's trying to build this live sports team here at wxou and for me like it's an opportunity that i know i'm not going to get uh anywhere else so i had to had to jump in i love i love sports enough to be able to put in the research and you know get get ready for all these games and stuff so it it's it's a passion of mine that i don't quite get through my uh, or that i can't get otherwise yeah. so i had to jump in
0: sweet and then, Ethan, obviously, we've we've talked about your journey uh, mm-hmm. through through uh, Colonial Sports Network. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, at least I think we have. Um, but yeah. you know, to the point where you've gotten to the point where again you're doing you're you're doing sideline reporting on you know the ESPN broadcast. I mean, um, mm-hmm. just tell us a little bit about kind of your you know w- you know what what kind of motivate uh, you know what has motivated you over the last, over the years, especially since, you know, you're, you're a part of, you know, as far as I'm, uh, as far as I'm concerned, probably one of the most intricate sports, you know, college sports media, you know, outlets at least in the horizon league.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, well, you guys you do thank everything. You that. Yeah. Thank, thank you for that. I mean, I think it's just, you know, just my, just my drive and determination. I mean, literally like, when I stepped foot on the campus of Robert Morris, my freshman year. I mean, that's really what I wanted to start to do is just, you know, get involved with the website and all of that. And, you know, we, we have a great staff over there that's really, really done a great job um, over the past couple of years to really start building out, uh, building out the site. I mean, we just we just launched Colonial Sports Network. I mean, a few years ago, we, we also have a we have another branch of the organization of the, of the student media organization at Robert Morris called Army Century Media. We used to house all of our sports stuff over there. but Due to, you know, the sports section or the sports side getting so big, we 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 branched out, um, I believe in twenty twenty, right before the pandemic yeah. hit. And um, we just, you know, started that started back that fall year. Um, obviously there were no sports in session, so we had to find other ways to create content. And then once, you know, the sports started hitting back up and picking back up in the winter. Um, we just really started to produce content, and I and I think for for me, I mean, I just I just think, I mean, I've already I've always you know watched uh, Robert Morris basketball even growing up. So just to have that opportunity at Robert Morris to be able to cover the teams, I mean, I've kind of I've kind of took that and, and and ran with it, uh, trying to do a trying to do a lot of different things. And when I got approached to do uh, sideline last year, I w- I was like I can't pass up that opportunity and kind of took that and, and ran with it. But, you know, yeah, like I said, our, our, our sports, our sports website does like an amazing job, you know, just trying to get, trying to get to everything, um, you know, especially on the basketball side as well, because that's, you know, one of our main sports there, but just trying to, you know, continue to, you know, push content out on that side of things as well. I think we've done, you know, an amazing job with that. And for me just to keep, to keep rolling with it and keep pushing and, See, see what other things I can get involved in. I think you know that's that's something that I'm always looking forward to is finding that next thing that I can do to, you know, really expand upon what I'm doing already.
0: Yeah, I think one of the things that I re- I specifically remember about uh, you know, at the be- the beginnings of Colonial Sports Network because I know uh, it was in 2020. I know the the big thing that you guys were definitely involved with was the eligibility issue with Khalil Spear mm-hmm. um, right yeah. before. Yeah, right before they, the NTA decided, you know what, screw it, we're just gonna give everybody eligibility. <laughs> but right, right. you guys were all over that. I remember that. Um, and then, yeah. like, subsequently, about a couple months later, then the Aj Brahma transfer portal story right. came on. You guys were on top of that as well.
2: Right, um, right.
0: And um, I think uh, I, I think that's you know th- just those two things alone, kind of. You know that that I guess that's a pretty good way to start your uh, start the, the the you know a uh, uh, media outlet out I guess.
2: Uh, absolutely, I mean it was I mean it was it was it's always I I always get that adrenaline. I mean probably with pretty much everyone else in the in the industry, but always get that adrenaline rush when something something like that happens when when a big news when big news you know breaks. I mean I'm always you know the first person always trying to find out you know what, what angle we can approach it from what information we can get out of, out of people, whether that be the sports information directors or, you know, just, just, you know, you know, stuff on Twitter as well. We, I mean, things like that as well, but, you know, just, just, you know, it's, it was, it was been a crazy, crazy couple of years. Uh, We also had the regime done leaving the program. That was, that was also, that was probably one of the biggest ones besides the, uh, besides the AJ Brahma story. Um, So just, you know, being able to find those stories, you know, within the season as well, I think, you know, that's, that's been a, that's been a, that's been a a great help for us as well.
1: So Ethan, uh, which Robert Morris player is most likely to leave (laughs) midseason and cause uh, problems this year, you know, who's going to continue this trend?
2: Oh God. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, this, this year, there hasn't really been anyone that's, what really you know caught my eye as someone that would do that
1: um I, I gotta think, be Khalil Spear just for like yeah. the sake of story you know what I mean like I, I don't know yeah, Khalil just Spear just he's probably a great that. dude
2: no yeah I mean yeah he's a very great dude but I think you know I think the one thing I mean I, I really just keep going back to it but I think just having that core and having a core group there once again having that core group back I think is really gonna is really going to help them out. Obviously, there's going to be ebbs and thro- flows throughout the season, and you know, there's really not much you can really, 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 you know, put a put a pin on right now. But um, I, I think just having that core group back and with the culture, and you know, I, I've always thought Andy Andy Tools is, is 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 a coach that is will very will tell you will tell you how how it is tell you how it's straight and. You know, it, it really takes someone to really have that thick skin to really buy into it and buy into his system and buy into really what he's saying because he's he's a tough coach out there. Um, but I think just having that core group back will really help, you know, teach to that culture and build that culture up within the younger guys as well.
0: I'm glad you brought that. And, and by the way, we're all as 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 we've had Andy Toole on the on the uh, podcaster. Uh, Andrew, why does everybody keep calling him Andrew? <laughs> it's, it's, it's,
2: it's, I, so, I have no idea. So I, weird I, if, I, like I ask I, myself that same question every time I, I, I flip on a broadcast. I don't think he even or, calls himself yeah, Andrew. Right, right. No, no it's, it's always, it's literally probably always been Andy, so I don't know why everyone switches to Andrew.
0: Yeah, that's it's one of those weird things that I'm like, I'm used to calling him Andy Tool, you're used to calling him Andy Tool. Right. Um, we 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 uh, when we had him on the podcast, you didn't correct us to Andy Tool. Right. I'm pretty right. sure his Twitter handle is Andy Tool too. So yeah, <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's. But uh, you know, knowing uh, having and have having us having talked to him a couple years ago when we uh, when Robert Morris joined the league, obviously we we want him to. You know, we we obviously need to have the entire conference to do well, but you know, specifically Robert Morris. Yeah, um, but I'm glad you brought up that uh, you know, I, and I'm glad you brought up kind of the stories that you that you know specifically uh, your your venue has has brought up has been able to put together, and I've and this is kind of the po- reason that obviously as a far, uh, like I said as a former student media guy myself loved getting the kind of getting into the into the um, landscape a lot more than you would see on, on a regular media outlet I mean there are definitely certain spots in this uh, definitely certain places in the uh, in the horizon League landscape where we talk mm-hmm. about you know media reach and I have to laugh because media reach isn't as long as you think it is <laughs> but I think that's a, and I think that's where I, I think that's what specifically where student media has kind of filled the gap I mean fair mm-hmm. or not but um, you guys are the ones on the ground, and you guys are able to, you know, really pick up on things that not everybody is picking up on.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think you know, we do have we do have a couple of local media outlets that do cover um, Robert Robert Morris basketball, um, but you know, I, I think yeah, I think with our with our coverage, we've really been able to bring a different side of things, a different angle. than I mean, because obviously we are on campus, so. I mean, we, we have a lot more reach there and, you know, there are a couple bigger media outlets in the city that do cover it. So, you know, obviously there's Pitt and Duquesne and, you know, Robert Morris has been referred to as the redheaded stepchild in the city (laughs) of Pittsburgh, just because of Pitt and Duquesne. So I think, you know, as, I mean, as for colonial sports network, just, you know, having the ability to send a team out to every game with, you know, all assets covered, whether that be writing, uh, photo, video, just to bring all, you know, cornerstones of of our website together there. I mean, we provide some pretty good coverage throughout the year. And I I think, you know, just having that, I think, you know, really, you know, sheds light on, you know, the the team and also the the league in general.
1: Ethan, can you talk about uh, what kind of um, access you all get um, at your school, like to players, to coaches, to that kind of stuff?
2: Yeah, so I mean, I, I think the great thing about you know Colonial Sports Network and you know the the whole organization um, as a whole is that we're not directly affiliated to the university, um, so you know we really we really have freedom to do whatever we want, cover whatever we want. So you know we we have access to you know players, coaches. I mean, I mean I'm I'm close with you know obviously over the past couple of years been close with the SID for Robert Morris. So really anything that, you know, we need or or anything that we yeah, anything that we need in terms of coverage, we we usually have full access to Um, also have been very open to, you know, different news um, news regarding the team, anything like that. So, I mean, we pretty much, you know, get whatever we need in terms of coverage
1: giovanni uh, same question for you all over uh w- WXOU, you know what kind of access um are you able to give to, to players to the team to practices that kind of stuff
3: yeah we're basically we're given when um when our director approached uh, the upper management of, of oakland um saying that we want to kind of re- rebuild WXOU, uh the, the sports side of things they couldn't be more they couldn't be more happy to hear that so they were they really given us free reigns they given us um like we we have access to all the practices we have access to all the players to get interviews if we if we so desire and if they so desire to do the the interviews and stuff so it's really it's really for us all we got to do is just make a quick phone call say hey i'm looking to go to this practice ask a few questions here and then we're just we're given permission just like that it's not and there's not a lot not a whole lot of red tape that we got to go through thank goodness so it's really we we get whatever whatever we need
1: uh have you all been able to kind of tap into the neil rule uh resource as well you know as a former wxouer himself and you know just that kind of that pipeline of a pretty uh pretty all right guy in the in in the business
3: yeah i'll tell you something i've been looking forward to talking to him like even before joining the 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 live sports side of wxou because i listen to him on woodward sports all the time and i know he's the he's the voice of the golden grizzlies for for a lot of our sports so i've we we haven't quite gotten to him yet, but man, let, I'll, I'll tell you what we're going to begin. We're going to be talking to him frequently for sure.
1: Well, and, and selfishly, and I, I Bob, I hope this is okay. I'm going to kind of speak on behalf of all of Horizon Roundtable. Um, there's another former WXOUer um, that passed away recently. Um, oh no, uh, just just over a year ago. Uh, in Tim Ponser, but he was a yeah. big 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 fan of uh, Horizon Roundtable. He helped us out at times. Uh good friend of many of ours. So if, uh, I'll, I'll tell you if WXOU ever needs something, you let us know. Cause maybe we can, uh, you know, contribute or do something in Tim's name, uh, back to WXOU and, and you know, kind of a, a joint, uh, joint, uh, team, team there. Cause uh, yeah, Tim, Tim was a great WXOUer. Uh, I'm sure some of the, the historical people around there could tell you a little bit about him. He did a great job covering o- Oakland. And then, uh, just a a great sports fan that uh, we lost way too soon, but it was a definite fan um, friend of horizon Roundtable. So you let us know if you guys ever need anything, we will uh, do our best to uh, make a donation or do whatever we got to do. You know, maybe in Tim's name for y'all.
3: I really appreciate that. Thank you very much.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And
0: I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought up donation. I know that uh, as a, as, as student media, I know, given the reality of you know university budgets and all that good stuff i i know i've had this conversation on a couple of other fronts outside of you two um has that ever been an issue for you guys you know you, you know have you had, ever had to have that ever been in a situation where you needed to um you know come up with ideas for donations or anything
3: so for for Wxlu, we i mean i was just getting started right now we um we don't have much of a budget right now so we're still trying to gather sponsors trying to get everything set up for that because right is right now like we're set to do all the home games but when it comes to going to some of the away games we need we're going to need a little support for that so we're just getting started on that and haven't had to haven't quite had to uh, twist any arms yet or haven't gotten the chance to so it, in the future we might have to run into that situation but we'll, uh, we haven't quite gotten there yet
2: yeah, I mean, just just based off of, you know, what, what I've what I've seen over these past couple of years, we haven't really had to pull any arms or, you know, have much talks about the budget. Um, so, I mean, you know, thankfully we've, you know, been able to get a couple sponsorships here and there and, you know, also our, you know, s- support system with uh, with the uh, student media organization at Robert Morris is, has been very, very helpful. Um, for us, um, just just being able to go on these different road trips, cover different games, go to the, go to these different atmospheres, um, and it's just really helped out out our site as a whole, and you know helped us as writers and student journalists as well.
0: Yeah. yeah as far as getting the word out for your guys' uh, your your guys's offerings, um, how easy has that been for you guys to do? Um, obviously, you have the you know you have social media at your fingertips uh, to kind of get the word out about you know what you're putting out uh, content wise.
2: Yeah, I, I think social media has been a huge aspect for us and just being able to continue to grow that as well and also our individual writers and and staff as well just promoting the work as well. Um, I think that's you know helped us out a lot, and just tapping into different different stories and uh, just really going into the into the more feature driven content as well. Um, on especially on the sports side, I think has been able to to grow our audience and grow our content base.
3: Yeah, for us definitely, like we're trying to get the word out around Oakland's campus. It's it's a big it's going to be a big task for us because was, because. At, you know, Oakland, we, we do have good, we do have good sports here, but a lot of the student body isn't quite aware of like how everything's working. And does, it, there's not as much excitement in the student body as, as we're, as you would think. So our, our job at WXOU is we're going to try and just build the brand of our sports as a whole to get more people in the arena for certain games, even besides basketball, you know, so getting the word spread that way and through social media, we're trying, we have a few posters and, um, it, you know mar- marketing stuff for that to post on our social media so it, right now it's a lot of like us independently getting the word out to people that we know and hanging up posters in, in the dorms and in the oakland center and stuff like that so our, we're just try, trying to spread the word to the student body is the biggest thing for us and we're gonna try, try our darndest to get that done
0: so what what other prep have you Giovanni have you done kind of in the because obviously you're going to be you have you're getting really things really fired up starting on the uh, starting at the beginning of the season uh, what kind of additional prep have you been able to do in terms of um, you know getting uh, content ready for 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 go uh, once uh for go once the once the season starts
3: so definitely going to be doing a lot of interviews with the basketball team during their practices trying to get as ma- just as many many quotes as we can get as much information going to all going to all the games watching previous games and stuff gathering information that way and even just for the the production side of preparation um we're start we're um are covering different sports like last saturday uh, me us and our team we covered a, uh, one of our men's soccer games just to kind of test out all the equipment make sure we can get everything working and just get get the actual practice of calling a live sports game so We're doing a lot of that too. We have a couple volleyball games this weekend. We're going to be, you know, get trying to work the kinks out that way. So just trying to gather as much as we can as as little time as possible, or you know, with with the the time that we have. So we're just we're we're taking it one game at a time. That's something that our team that's our kind of model for this year. Just take it one game at a time. We're just going to build it like however we can.
0: Now, Ethan, I uh, obviously. As part of the broadcast that you've been a part of, you've you've obviously interacted with not just uh, not just the production staff on the uh, on the ESPN side plus side, but also I'm assuming you've you've had conversations with uh, the 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 Robert Morris play by play team, uh, Chris Shaulin mm-hmm. and Jim King. I want to yep. say, yeah. Um, Jim what Jim kind guys, of? Yeah. Yeah, so um yeah. you know what you know, to to Giovanni's point obviously you know him mentioned you know looking forward to talking to Neil rule here that in the season what what kind of things have you gleaned from from the, the Robert Morris play-by-play team that you've been able to carry forward uh, not only in your own reporting you know live on uh, on television but also um, as a reporter in general
2: I think just being around that atmosphere with you know Chris Shevelin and Jim Elias I think that's just been the, the Jim biggest. Elias sorry Jim Elias no you're good you're good um it's just been you know a, a major help for me in in my reporting just you know see how those guys run the show i mean obviously i kind of stepped in in the, in the middle of the year last year so it was kind of a feeling out process for me early on but you know just to get you know their seal of approval after the first couple of games and you know their willingness to bring me in as as part of their broadcast team i think that's been a really big help for me. And also, you know, just continue, <clears throat> excuse me, just continuing to get involved, um, you know, with, with the broad, with the broadcast and, and doing, you know, sideline. I mean, now, I mean, I started probably back in, in January and ran to the end of the end of the year um, <clears throat> of the basketball season. I think just, you know, continuing to get in the reps and continuing to, you know, you know, build that chemistry with, with those two that have been doing it for, I don't even know how many years Shevlin's probably been uh, doing it. I think since, since the, since the 90s, I think he's been Robert Morris's play-by-play man for basketball and football, but just, you know, continuing to get in the reps with them. I think has been very, very beneficial for me and, you know, just continue to, you know, find different ways to, you know, spice up, you know, what, what I do on the sidelines in terms of reporting, whether that be talking to, you know, coaches, you know prior prior to games getting more information and nuggets that way and also just you know you know looking at the game a different way uh through a broadcasting lens throughout the game i think that's been you know some of the things i found very beneficial working with those two nice
1: so my question my my i have two more questions on this for me um for, for both of you both can take a stab I don't care who goes first um, <laughs> one player for me from from your the basketball team that you would uh, most like to sit down if you had like a 10 minute interview and why. And also, uh, what are your future goals there is this something that you want to pursue going forward or, you know, is this just something that you can put on your resume as you go towards something else in, in your life as you exit out of college, so those are my, my questions like that I really like to know about with our student student uh, journalists.
3: So for me, if I were, if I were to pick one person like on our team, I, I mean it's very very easy uh, to go to, to go with Rocket Wise being like su- such a star coming out of high school and even playing in Michigan State for a couple of years. That's definitely that's the the, shot, the the brightest star that we have on our team at least from an outside perspective. So if I if I could have a little interview with. With him, I would absolutely love to, but we kind of we let um, some of our higher up guys on our team take rocker Watts for our media day. So,
1: <laughs> do you know who mine would be? Giovanni, like talking Oakland, Oakland here. Who I would love, him? yeah, I would love ten minutes to sit down and hash it out with Blake Lampman. Like yeah, I'll tell you. You what, realize that's
0: gonna. You realize I'm gonna make that
1: happen, right, Matt? You know. You realize that's gonna need to be virtual because he's gonna want to punch me in the face, and I get it. But oh, really? that's hmm, okay. that's part of that ten minutes. That's part of that ten minutes for me. So
3: like a di- so ten minutes of like at distance.
1: <laughs> maybe like four minutes at distance, and then like six. Like maybe we could transition to the same room. Like I, th- I think we could find some footing, maybe. I don't know.
3: Oh man. But yeah, so so definitely Rocket watch for me for my 10 minute interview. And, t- and as far as continuing forward, my I, I am majoring in mechanical engineering here at Oakland University. And for the media stuff, it's really just it's a great passion of mine. It's not something I like. In, in that I do intend to pursue the mechanical engineering. I've gotten going on that with internships and stuff. So I got my my foot in the ground in the engineering side of things but i really do love doing this media the sports media stuff it's how's it's your writing something... giovanni what's that
1: how's your writing
3: my writing it's getting better i'm learning the i'm learning the engineering printing that i wasn't quite taught that officially in class but the handwriting is getting better for sure oh
1: i don't care about that i mean like if you can cover sports as a writer i got a gig <laughs> oh, <sorry>. for you <laughs> Matt's been trying to get another
0: Oakland writer besides him on the Horizon Roundtable for a while, so
3: someone take it from me, please. Uh, man. So, okay, by writing, I mean I'm am very much a rookie at this. So, the, as far as the you're sports in, writing, I think I, I think it, can be, it can be readable. I'll tell you that it it'll be in, it'll be in English. Speaking
0: which, we still need writers for IUPUI, Purdue, Fort Wayne, <laughs> and Green Bay. <laughs> DM us with if you're interested.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a note of
0: that for sure. <laughs> well. So, Ethan, same question?
3: Yep. Yeah. um,
2: I think I think one of the guys that I would like to sit down with is TJ Wainwright. I talked a little bit to him before his commitment to Robert Morris, but, you no, know, really just, you know, I really want to look into why he chose to come to Robert Morris. Obviously, they've struggled the past couple of years. I mean, switching into the Horizon League, but. I mean, a guy from Los Angeles, California, who went to Montverde Academy uh, down down in Florida, and then you know had some high major offers um, before making his you know commitment or before actually going down to his post grad and uh, at Montverde, you know, just just why why he chose to come to Robert Morris and you know what what can he do to what what can he do as a as a player to help you know try to build this program back up. Um, and then to the second part of that question, I mean, I'm a sport communication major. Um, so I I definitely want to take this into a career, most likely on on the journalism side of things. Um, you know, I've, I've done a couple of part-time gigs outside of the student, student media realm, uh, working for a local paper covering high school football, um, and just doing some things, you know, production wise for a local film company in Pittsburgh, I think, you know, just, you know, trying to, delve into as much as I can as a student. And while I have the, have the freedom and ability to do so uh, still in college, I think has, has just really helped me out and, you know, just trying to take it day by day and, you know, see where I end up.
0: So going into the season, both of you, you can either, either one of you can answer or one or the other. Um, Mm -hmm. What is the game that you guys are looking more, uh, looking forward to this season conference or non-conference?
3: So for Oakland and outside, the Michigan State game is definitely a big one. This one, because last year we played Michigan State. It was actually at Little Caesars Arena. But coming into this year, we're going to have to be going to East Lansing for that. And that's the one for, at least for WXLU, that's the one game with sponsorships or not. We're, we're making the trip over to East Lansing and covering that game for sure. And definitely the return of Rocket Watts, having that kind of revenge game, that atmosphere is going to be electric. So that, definitely the Michigan State game is the one I'm looking forward to the most.
2: Yeah, and for me, um, it will have to be the uh, season opener against Ohio State. Uh, I'm going out there with a with a team of with our team at Colonial Sports Network to to cover that uh, opening game of the season for Robert Morris. So, you know, just excited to go go out to a, a you know a large program and a in a big program as Ohio State, and having the opportunity to cover cover a game in Columbus is going to be uh, really really. Uh, unique experience for uh, us as a staff.
0: All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us. Guys, really appreciate you coming on. Uh, tell, let us know where you, we can find you guys online.
3: So yeah, for for, me, um, uh, go ahead, Ethan. sorry. Funny. No, you're fine. You're, you're fine, Giovanni. Go ahead. All right. So for me for me personally, you can find me on Twitter at G-I-O-Mosheri, W-X-O-U, and you, in WXOU in general, you can find us on Twitter at WXOU, Instagram at WXOU Radio. And if to throw in my own personal Instagram, you can follow me at Mosheri Giovanni.
2: Yeah, and for me uh, personally, you can follow me at Ethan Morrison26 on Twitter. Um, and then for our content as a staff, uh, you can follow Colonial Sports Network on Instagram, just the name Colonial Sports Network. And also, at rmu underscore csn on twitter
0: all right and uh, and with that another uh another student medium forum is in the books uh so tune in next week Uh, i think we've hyped that up a little bit haven't we matt i think uh, i forgot what's going on next week uh, you know, uh, Commissioner, Horizon League, 200th episode, all that good stuff. Um, that
1: sounds important. I should show you yeah, that one. Yeah,
0: that seems important. So you definitely don't want to miss that. So uh, horizonroundtable.com is where all our content back episodes are. Uh, you can pull us up where our podcasts are found. And, of course, you can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. So turn into episode number
2: 200 next week. Until then, thank you all for listening.